0: go! It's really loud, I'm sorry! <laughs> oh my god! Ugh, it's broken glass! Don't quote Steve Austin in your face! Get you woke up!
1: Oh my god, it's so loud, I apologize! Don't apologize,
0: <laughs> just tell them, <laughs> tell them they deserve it! I forgot to turn it down! Welcome to another best
1: episode of Best of Five! My ears hurt! <laughs> ah! What's up everybody? We're back! Baby, John is done chasing his cats. I don't no, even have a cat to chase. <laughs> yeah, you did. You were chasing cats. Steve King Offsuit jerk resubscribing to his own show. Thank you, Steve. I'm going to clap for you. You know what? Yeah, please wear a mask in public. I, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but Philadelphia has canceled all big events until February, with one exception football
2: i i I don't think that's the only exception i think that they have carve outs for other things as well that's just the probably the one exception that a lot of people are going to jump on well
1: the headline of this article that somebody posted on facebook that's not from a very well-known piece of media said that so i'm gonna parrot it because that's what we do nowadays speaking of doing good things not that I was doing a good thing, but people doing good things. Turbo Sean, thank you for the resub. Four months in a row. Big thanks. Thank you. Big thanks, friend. All right. Tonight on the show, more cancellations, some shenanigans. Uh, Zero Zero Tinja is going to subscribe. Thank you, Tinja, for the big 5 months resub. And we have a, hi- a hype, scam, train, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we're going to have a lot. We're going to have that. And we also have a surprise later on in the show. That I'm happy about. What is it? It's a surprise.
2: What the fuck? What the fuck do you think? The... Surprise me.
0: I want the surprise.
1: You want the surprise now?
0: No, Are we really I want you to wait, waiting with me? You, what? I don't know. I don't know what the surprise is. You could. You're the master of your fate, of our fate, with the surprise. You yeah, tell I'm, us
1: when. I'm just happy because we. We. I got permission to do something that I wanted to do, and as soon as I saw it, I was like, I want to do this on the show.
0: Yeah, and then we even
1: have a little bit of extra with that. Uh, But yes. Elon
0: learned how to tie his shoes. Double knot.
1: Yeah. I left my house for the first time since June 2nd today. That was fun.
0: You know, I was gonna say when I came on, but I was having uh, mic troubles or whatever, uh, and I don't think you heard me. But I wanted to comment on your very luscious beard, uh, especially if you kind of turn profile. You mean the I bullshit
1: it? that's on my face? I fucking hate can it. Can I dude. see the
0: bullshit? Can I see a profile of the bullshit on your face, please? Can the people see it? Turn sideways, so we can so we can appreciate. It's
1: beard. It's fucking awful. No,
0: but there's like some substance to it there. Like you can get a handful of that shit. Yeah, it's like it's, it's got like, character. You,
2: you, you yeah. need it to come up a little bit. Just I know. A little bit. I not I have
1: nothing here. That's the so. If if I like shave all of the neck stuff and leave the the strap, as it were, uh, I look exactly. <laughs> I look exactly like Shakespeare. Or a Kuma. See,
2: is... <laughs> No, I straight Dude, up look
1: exactly like Shakespeare.
2: That's a good option to have. Um, if you're look, if you have I talked about my alopecia on here.
1: No. Yeah, I think you have. Oh wait, have you? I don't know.
2: Well, you wow. can talk about I'll it, I'll it, talk, again. I don't care. it again. I'll say it again. Because, you know, anything beyond a month ago feels like three years ago at this point. Yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah, because of my alopecia, it, Yeah. You know, obviously I can't grow anything up here. But it also screws, like, with this little patch of, of hair right here. So I can't grow anything right here. So my options are either to go full shave with the beard or, you know, hope or try and go for some semblance of a goatee. Because if I try and just even it out, it ends up like a Hitler stash. Oh and not even sick. Michael Jordan can pull that off. So no. Just you <laughs> might not get a happen.
1: happen. Yeah. Uh you know, not, but as far
2: as I hair. would deserve it. If if that's the the look I went for, I would totally deserve it.
0: Dude, but you'd go down as kind of a legend for just fucking doing it. Like everyone'd be like, Ace, yeah, I no, would it's not. good he got cancelled. It was it was that guy was a dick, but like, but he fucking did it. Can you believe that shit? That was ballsy. <laughs>
2: That would, no. that would not be a good way to go. That would be
0: exact. That's how I would remember you. Also, as far as the facial hair thing yeah, goes. Uh, yeah, uh,
2: <laughs> you know, We've been doing this show how long? And the like, one like thing you would remember about me is months. my mustache. I didn't say the one thing. I said,
0: but that would be <laughs> an epic way to go out. That's what you remember
2: me by. That's what you would remember me by. That's what you said.
0: I'd remember you for so many things, your schedules, your lack of the understanding of the color green when you put it in fonts, uh, your your demeanor, you're always so like, your self-deprecation, which I don't like, but I think we're getting over it. There's a lot of really redeeming things about you. Did I say your schedules? (laughs) Anyways, with the facial hair thing, really quick to everybody, I can't get it all to like connect in certain places and whatnot and it's patchy a little bit. And I think I've said this on the show too, probably in that same episode, but Keanu Reeves does the same shit, and and he, Keanu Reeves is the man, you know. So I'm not too worried about it. I think he just let it, you know, do your thing, and, and it's all good. Whatever your whatever your face gives you. So yeah. yours is beautiful, Alon.
2: No, so he, he is breathtaking though, so that kind of yeah, he can get away with that.
1: Keanu Reeves is yes, uh, but this might be going a little too deep into my psyche, but uh, I see a change in hair as like a start or end of a chapter in life so like for example anytime i'm like going through depression like a heavy depression or anything like that like i usually just don't shave or do anything and then when i'm finally over it is when i shave right so this is like the this is the corona facial hair so as soon as this is all over and i've committed to this whether this be a year or five i'm gonna i'm not gonna shave until corona
0: is over well what's your line for it being over? Because the NBA is about to start playing again on the thirtieth. Does that is that when it's over? Until fingers I can
1: crossed. until I can fingers go,
2: crossed. Until you I did can stock quadruple like We're <laughs> crossing everything. Live, live long because, and prosper. Because I am an MLS fan as well. Uh, uh-huh. so yeah, you international uh you international people can laugh at me because I watch MLS, but I've already had to see two teams leave the MLS back is back tournament because of players getting infected with COVID. Mm -hmm. And the one player on the team that my team played to open the tournament, uh, was held out due to uh, a positive COVID test. So now we're cross, I'm crossing my fingers that it's not spreading. Um, you know, and this is something I was going to get into later when we talk about event cancellations. But I feel like with this bubble, this bubble concept that you see in MLS, you see, you're going to see in the NBA and the NHL when they come back uh, later this month. That's going to go a long way into determining what if events can come back and in what form. Because if they can pull this off, then yeah. There's some sort of pattern for other events to follow, to say, "Hey, if you want to have pe- people come in from all over the country, here's how you do it." But if it doesn't work, then you can pretty much kiss major sporting events goodbye for a, for a significant amount of time. Which means, you know, events like tournaments definitely not going to come back for a while. But we'll get we'll get into that later.
1: Yeah, and I just want to add too. Uh, I think. I, I, I've told you guys uh, – Uh, well, at least I told Steve because, John, you were chasing cats last week. Uh, Formula One came back. I think their first race was last weekend. They had their second race this weekend. I think they're doing everything right. It's – there's v- – they're very strict with who goes in and out of the, uh, the pit garages. Uh, it's a uh, lowered – they lowered the crew numbers. And everybody that's in the pit area or the paddock or the stands—speaking of which, there's only like one person in the stands. It's one of the field correspondents who has a spyglass that he looks at the garages from far away <laughs> to see what's happening. Uh, and if you're in the area, you're either you have to either be wearing your helmet or you have to wear a mask. Those are your options, and that's it.
2: Well, to be fair, their first two races were both at the same. Yes. In the same country. Yeah, it was in Austria, in Austria, the
1: Red Bull ring. And, and they're going both, to Hungary. Yeah, and both races were pretty solid, might I add. Yeah, they are going to Hungary this weekend. I'm excited. I've been getting into Formula One, man. I think, this has been cool.
0: I think it's cool to have these little um, kind of bubbles where there's a big group of people, and it's the same people, more or less. Uh, I'm assuming this is similar to how they're doing it with the, uh, with the NBA and such, but with all these sporting teams coming together. Because you have this sort of sample size and you can kind of see, you know, what happens here. And I'm sure that there's a little bit of information we might be able to take away from something like that. And it's just interesting to see if it spreads this way. And um, so I'm kind of intrigued in that particular vein as well uh, as, you know, we see these sporting uh, events start to like kind of do this new COVID dance.
1: Yeah. And I mean, we'll see how long it lasts. It's going to one person's going to fuck it up for everybody right? That's kind of been the story of this whole COVID experience in the United States. Except instead of one person, it's Arizona. Go on say it. I know you want to say it. The Texas. Well, actually for the first time, Texas is not ahead.
0: It's not always bigger in Texas.
1: Florida has surged ahead.
0: <laughs> I congratulated my Florida friends when, when they passed us. Cause I'm in Arizona and we had the title for a while. So it's like, good job. You guys are number one. Thanks. Uh,
1: uh But yeah, you know, anyway, and that's what I mean. I think so. To go back to your question for forever ago, Steve, of when it's over and when I'm going to shave, it's I think when I feel safe enough that I can go outside without a mask and not worry about catching this fucking thing. And I have a feeling that's going to be like January of 2022. That's my guess.
2: Well, it's it was going to yeah. be a while. My initial
1: guess was going to be October of this year. and Boy, was I wrong.
0: Anyway, all you got to do is shoot light inside of you.
1: And drink Clorox or bleach or whatever. Uh, okay. Anyway, let's get into the shit for which this show is known for, because I'm pretty sure every like we just lost half of our viewers because we started talking about Formula One. Uh, a lot, of, a lot has happened. We covered all the terrible shit. A little bit more of that terrible shit came out. I, th- I think w- I've said all I wanted to say even more than I wanted to say to be completely honest about everything. Steve, did you want to add anything? And John, you weren't here, so if you wanted to add anything about all the happenings of last week and this Um,
2: week. There there was one thing I wanted to kind of mention with that. Um, Nakiel uh, was accused of assault by a former partner um, earlier, or Late last week, just before, it was one of the ones that uh, we did not get to talk about because there is just so many issues that came out over the past week. Uh, But today, Panda Global came out with a statement. Let me see if I can find it. There we go. They said, quote, over the past week, we became aware of allegations surrounding Derek uh, uh, Brusca's, excuse me, conduct in a prior relationship. At that time we encouraged Derek to reach out and discuss the matter with his former partner. Since then, Derek has apologized for his conduct and we've worked with his former partner to reach a resolution that promotes greater responsibility and accountability. To help foster healing and growth from both parties, we have offered to provide individual therapy to for his former partner and additionally we are providing Derek with fit therapy. We hope that both parties can begin the process of healing which we will continue to support as needed. End quote. Um, I was just really interested in that sort of approach because with most of these accusations coming out, uh, the first thought has been to, you know, players getting dropped, players getting banned. Yeah. Do you feel like this is a better approach? Because I kind of see pros and cons uh, both ways.
0: Well... I think it's, uh, I think it's actually really good as far as I can see, and I haven't sat and like deep dove and d- dived into it yet. But uh, I did, I read it this morning um, again, and I was thinking about it, uh, and yeah, I was. First of all, I was impressed because I figured any time one of these statements comes out, it's just to say that we've dropped the player, you know, because that's what most of them seem to have been, and that's the the super trend right now. This is either. I mean, this makes everybody kind of happy that's involved, and it depends on the instance and what's going on. If I don't know the particulars in Nakiel's uh, particular case, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that this is a good move. I think out of it, like these two people get counseling, or and everyone could use some counseling for sure. So they're getting counseling paid for apparently by Panda Global, like that's great. Uh, Panda Global also went through or was under kind of a similar spotlight before everybody else uh, was doing it, when they dealt with the whole infiltration situation, and they were very thorough in their approach to that, that was a pretty drawn out process. So they've shown that they, you know, really analyze things like this in the past. And I take it, you know, I tip the hat to that because it's a lot harder, I think. And again, depends on the situation, but in this case, it sounds like it was the right call. I'm interested to hear, though, Steve, what you think are the negatives.
2: Well, I. Personally, I, I I generally like this approach. I am a fan of uh, more rehabilitative actions as opposed to punitive uh, in most cases. My only fear in a situation like this is that when is the possibility, and I'm not saying that it's what happened here, uh, the possibility that it puts pressure on the other partner to agree to counseling or, or, or something like that. You know, it, it puts the, maybe the partners in the spot where they just want to be done with them. They just want to say their piece and be done. And, and by bringing this up, it possibly puts them in a position where now there's public pressure on them to accept counseling so that they can both grow and move on and all, all that other stuff. Um, I, I, I do think in general though this is a good response. I would like to see you know I don't know. I I'm I'm getting kinda of tongue tied here. I apologize for that. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I hear
0: what you're saying there. Um but as a and that would be uncomfortable potentially, but to me and I think you're you're on the same level too. It's like, yes, that's there, but to me that's not enough weight on that side of the scale to say it's not worth tackling it this way if you are PG because, I mean, they only have so many options and this is responsible. This makes, I think, the most people happy and leaves the most people in a potentially better spot and even if you don't want counseling, I get that. That could be a thing but it still would probably be helpful too, so it's like maybe a double-edged sword or the opposite of which, but I think it's ultimately good.
2: I, I, I do feel like there, in some cases, I I think there should maybe also be a punitive aspect to things as well to show that there are consequences um it's 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 tough to have that opinion in this case where where it's based on a past uh past incident you know
0: but yeah. I don't even know the, the details of that so I I, I don't have right. much to say
2: the, the, the fear is that maybe they don't take counseling seriously. They think, okay, psh, you know, I'm, and again, this isn't specifically about Nakiel in this case. I'm, I'm not saying he would necessarily do this, but there's that fear that they, that they'll just, you know, do their thing. They'll treat it like uh, sensitivity training at a workplace or something like that. Something to just get through and then be done and get back to their regular life without, Growing or without changing any aspect of their behavior, um, I do feel that. I would like to see more of this sort of thing, but I I think it should be on a case by case basis.
1: Yeah, and look, uh, I read his I read Nakio's response. I didn't read the allegation because I don't follow the person, and I think it might have been deleted. Or I tried to look for it and I couldn't find it. Um, and again, this is just from face value. I don't know Nakiel. I don't know his, uh, ex. I don't know Panda Global. I don't know anything. This is just purely from the outside in, uh, sounded like somebody knocked on my door. Uh, but it sounded like he had come to, uh, had come to terms with the person that he was at the time was genuinely, like, regretting it and wanted to do something to be better uh, in the future, right? Which is, at this point, all we can do, right? Like, we can't take a time machine to go back in time and beat up old Nakiel. Uh, So with that context, the decision by Panda Global to give Nakiel and his former partner help uh, to... Get through this and become better people, or uh, figure out what caused that so that it doesn't happen again, is, I think, a very wise decision, right? And much like John said, Panda Global is super down to just buckle down and like really think about what the fuck they're doing uh, and really think about like how they handle the situations instead of just following suit with everybody else. And I I don't mean that as a bad thing. I, I don't mean following everybody else as a bad thing i what I mean is we're getting into this point where one thing happens right and a similar thing in a completely different situation happens and we're just painting it with a broad stroke. I think that's mm-hmm. wrong, but at the same time again the the situation is just shitty overall so like i I don't know what else i don't, I don't know what else to do I think this is a great solution uh I don't know I if think- it's a solution that would work for everybody. Much like what the
2: was saying, gonna, no, it's, it's... and it's not going to work but... for every team because, uh, in especially in the U.S., therapy is expensive as hell. Yep. If you're, you know, if you're a team that has a lot of income coming in, maybe you can afford that. If you're like a mid-range or a smaller team where you've only got a couple players and you're barely able to afford to send them to events, I don't, I don't see how you can uh, have the budget for that. So it's going to be. <sighs> It, 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 it's one of those things that if we, if it's possible to do it, yes, but it's, you know, the reality is it's not going to be possible in every single instance of this.
0: Yep. I think this makes PG stand out. I think that's what you were getting at, Ilan, is that they are in a string of uh, very similar events, and then they went a different direction. And so far, it looks like an intriguing direction. We haven't really hammered down whether it's the right one or not. I'm feeling like it probably is, but we'll see. And uh, But if that is the case, I feel like the um, the CEO, Alan Bunny, I think his name is The Doctor. Yeah, we've had uh, him on the show. Get, yeah, a Reputation. Uh, and and that's going to be it's going to be a really good look for PG uh, they're going to get a little more I would say like you know prestige in the eyes of the community uh if this is right so uh that'll be interesting because that might level them up too as a sponsor and uh yeah yep uh i'm a big fan of treating
1: this from like a mental health point of view and again like that that's not going to work for everybody we don't know how this is going to work for Nakio and his uh former partner you know i'm We'll, we'll see what happens uh hmm. and not, nor is it our business to know how it ends up to be completely honest <laughs> like, <laughs> if I'm going to be completely honest uh at least that's how i think but again uh anything to make our community a little bit better so that everybody feels more comfortable uh i think is a good thing so anything else we can say on panda global and the nakiel stuff No, but I know
0: David's in the chat, and I have a question to ask him once we're done with this topic. Okay, well,
1: you can ask him your question. And he also came in with a hunk, which made me think about uh, Untitled Goose Game, which I'm having a blast with. Anyway, completely unrelated, but go on, ask your question. It's fun. Uh,
0: Yeah, earlier today, David put up a thread on Twitter, kind of a, I guess it became his hot takes thread, and I found one particular hot take fairly intriguing saying E Honda is a better version of M Bison in almost every single way, except for that bison has a three frame button. And that single thing ends up making Bison stronger than Honda overall. And then he says change my mind. Uh but so I guess the first place that my mind goes is Bison has that <laughs> that E X stomp that's pretty damn good. And uh I feel like his pressure up close is, is pretty damn good. So I would wonder what you would say to those things. Oh, almost, we could get into V triggers too. But, yeah, I almost yeah. want to ask V-triggers.
1: if we're going to go down this route, David. If you're up for joining the call, I can send you information so you can defend. So you can tell John what for.
2: <laughs> I don't think he will because he's got his own show.
0: Yeah, he doesn't want to yeah, give all, all the, give all the goods away.
2: He, he's got to save something for tonight.
0: Yeah, so, explet is better than stop. I I guess I don't. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, why is EX b- better than EX Stomp? Like, I mean, I guess I haven't seen as many examples because Honda hasn't been around for as long. But man, EX Stomp is that thing that you get destroyed by it and then you know to try to block it. And then every so often you feel like maybe I'm in the perfect situation. Uh, I-, I should be able to beat this move with something when I'm this prepared for it. And then you try and you die in a fiery death every single time. And uh, and it's always been that way since the beginning. It's one of the best moves like it. So for butt to beat it, you'd have to have a pretty strong case. But David's a lawyer. No, he's not a court. I don't know the specifics, but anyways, we can keep going because this is sort of a side thing. Because we have to wait for and if David you know responds in the chat. But I just wanted to put that out there. And uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So he says ex butt is a half screen floor to ceiling anti air. Uh, anti-air or with punish attack that's plus 5 on block and in range for EX command grab after
0: mm. is it as is it as invincible as stomp is I don't doubt that it's a good move it's 8 frames and eight throw in no. I'm, I'm not necessarily doubting all this I mean I, I sort of doubt it in, because Bison's been on top for so long and Honda's been like secret pretty good above mid tier I think but I don't know that he's competition for Bison uh, and I guess David's not saying that directly, but this felt also that uh, with the, the change my mind bit, like maybe he wanted to have a little bit of a back and forth. But David always has some interesting stuff to say. So,
1: word. Maybe so. In the near future, we can book Ultra David so that we can then have a uh, debate uh, team style discussion over who is better, and then we can once and for all decide that for everybody. <laughs> Uh, no, but this is cool. Uh, no, I'm definitely down for some theory fighter. Uh, I haven't done that in a long time, so I'm trying to wrap my brain around everything you guys were saying because I haven't played Street Fighter in a long as that.
0: But either way, well, tomorrow we're recording the first half of our uh, podcast, uh, our special podcast where we we've ordered the uh, the entire tier list of season five of Street Fighter Five. Uh, this is my plug for it. And uh, but tomorrow we're going through our top twenty, or I guess the bottom twenty characters, um, where four of us on the Event Hub's crew have. Uh, just made our own tier lists and then averaged all the characters and uh we're gonna discuss it but knowing stuff like this is uh, is kind of nice or something like that
1: cool yeah so we'll have ultra david on soon and he'll be able to educate us on honda because i played as Honda when the altimore patch was out and our match was great and i'm still kind of salty that i got beat up as bad as i did Honda is apparently
0: a brain dead, yeah, it does, right, all the time. We've been in like a, like our entire world's just been in like a plank for this last like yeah. three or four months where time's just slow as hell. Yeah, the uh, one thing, Honda's
1: the one, one those, so the one thing good. about Honda that pissed me off about the match that Ultra David and I played, and granted this was a while ago, I was playing Gil, and I had the parry, so my in my brain I'm like, hey, every time he does the butt stomp, or the butt yeah. slam, Parry the second hit on the way down. It doesn't happen every time. I don't know why.
0: <laughs> it got you so annoying. You were just parry?
1: I think I was either mistiming it. Uh, maybe I was mistiming where I was still hitting it uh, on the block stun. Or I was just fucking it up. Or it doesn't work. Who knows? Uh, there are setups to make it a true block string. There you go. Uh, or a one frame gap. Yeah. Uh, well, either way. I, still, really I still vividly remember it.
0: that the pros show off what's legitimately good now in season five, you know, when people come together and like maybe Honda rises up as a character that people can legitimately use in tournament and whatnot. And I just, I w- I'm, I'm excited to see this because season five remains so mysterious, you know, in, in certain ways, because we don't have that piece of the pie.
1: Well, the other thing too, is we're getting more street fighter five stuff. So who knows yeah. what's going to happen if, if we come back and there's a whole nother season happening. Uh, yeah, also, I like level 100 Charizard's comment. I was pairing the wrong cheek. That makes a lot of sense. Shoot.
0: All right, so... No, the cheek. Yeah,
1: so we've talked about Street Fighter Five. We talked about uh, the world of cancellations that are happening. So let's start talking about event cancellations. Uh, a couple of events have, were announced canceled. Uh, first was uh, treta. treta. It's been a while since I've spoken Portuguese, but I think Treta is the best way to say it. Uh, it's the tournament over in Brazil. Uh, I am pulling up the tweet now, just so I can get the quote and the translated version of it. And I'm translating it from the tweet, which is in Portuguese. Is thinking about the security of uh, those, and with the sadness, uh, uh, thinking about the security of everybody. It is with sadness that we're announcing that Treta 2020 is officially canceled. Now, the most important. Uh, now, the most important thing during these turbulent times. Uh, Oh, this is not the most important thing during these turbulent times. Uh, a big party of 10 years of tournament will be realized in 2021, and we count on your presence then. I I got that as close to English while trying to look at it for the first time and translating it on the fly. Hooray for speaking Portuguese. Uh, so there's Treta got uh, canceled. Very sad. And I know the situation in Brazil is Fucking awful because much like in the U.S., the government over there is fucking useless. Uh, And to the point where I think I saw that the Brazilian president is now COVID positive. And that guy is not... He does not have a great immune system since he got stabbed during his election uh, campaign. Anyway. uh, Next. uh, Texas Showdown announced that they're canceling. I actually got a statement from Javi directly to us. uh, So... Texas Showdown this year is going to be canceled. He's looking forward to uh, putting the event on in 2021. I looked at the website, and unfortunately, I didn't see. Uh, there was a section about uh, supporting us, but they didn't have anything, so I asked him about that, yeah. and he said, and I quote, details are coming in a few weeks about ways to support. Only thing I'd say is just to wear a mask and stay safe. I appreciate the support, and the FGC will be back, hope hopefully sooner rather than later. And then he wished us all well. Uh, here on the show so big thanks to Javi for the for the comment and uh I very much admire his uh his optimism and his positivity I think that's a little something that we all need
2: right now yeah it's it you know there's this hope that and I'll get into it later but let's we get on through the rest of this
1: yeah um <laughs> This wasn't necessarily a con- uh, cancellation, but uh, KIT Andy. Uh, Andy. Uh, Ian Davis. KIT <laughs> uh, Andy. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I can't see. Uh, Ian Davis from KIT uh, posted something on Twitter, and I, I I tried to reach out for a comment, but I couldn't find a way of getting a hold of him. Uh, he tweeted, I quote, we made the decision of homeschooling our kids this semester due to the pandemic. It will be an adjustment for us, so other things will have to take a backseat for a while. Now, don't know if, like, what that means for KIT, KIT Texas, and all that. Also worth noting, uh, Panda, Jonathan tone immediately responded with, same. Um, and that's a whole another nother issue with people going back to school and all this other bullshit. We're not even going to talk about that here because that's fucking awful. Uh, but that presents a new thing for us to look out for right so does what, what does the world look like if everyone's having to homeschool like all, all of our favorite tos are having to homeschool their kids because our government refuses to do anything about anything
2: yeah it's it's gonna be very difficult because on top of being tos a lot of these people are parents a lot of these people have family members that they got to take care of in one form or another. Mm -hmm. So on top of the stress and the issues of trying to run an event, uh, in these uncertain times, because that's the phrase we got to go with. Um, they also have to try and be a parent who's doing the homeschool thing, trying to work from home at their main job, you know, trying to do all of these things to hold, to keep everything together. And, you know, it's just one of the many reasons why I worry about how many of these events, even if they survive financially, are going to be able to come back. Because this is a very trying time for a lot of people in a lot of ways. Um, it, you know, with KIT, the decision maybe it wasn't quite as, um, maybe not as stressful in this case because KIT 2021 had already been canceled. They had already made that decision. Um, but you're, if you're running an event in, you know, October, November, December, you got to start making those decisions now. And, you know, especially I talk about this as someone who lives in the U S where things aren't going so well right now. Um, the conversation in other places may be a little different. I mentioned last week, uh, book tweeted out a, uh, packed gathering in Thailand. Uh, of an offline local that one of the first ones uh, that they could do. And you saw so many people there because they had basically gotten the virus down to nothing within the country. Most of it was people coming in, returning home or visiting from other places and getting quarantined right away. We are nowhere near that. So that doesn't look like a possibility for a very long time for us. Yeah. It, If you're if you've got an event in November, you know, you got to think, Okay, maybe we got to make that decision now or in a couple weeks, because if if things change rapidly, it's going to be too late to make that call.
1: Yeah. And I don't know if you guys saw uh, Bear, who is uh, like one of the pillars of the Smash community, uh, who works in at the esports arena in Vegas, uh, was sharing some of the video uh videos and photo footage of uh eSports arena opening back up and how they're handling it. And you know, I think they're doing a good job. They're keeping everything as separated as possible. They have temperature checks at the door, all this other stuff. But is it worth even is it worth the risk to go out and play a video game in the US at this point, especially with how things are here. Right, Thailand, different story right because they basically eradicated the fucking thing same thing in new zealand and a couple of other countries where they did every they put the work up top and now they can enjoy the fruits of their work by going back to normal (laughs) uh so i'm curious to see how i think i think the the situation at esports arena in vegas is going to be a good barometer of how things are going to move on here in the u.s for us as far as in-person tournament gatherings But, again, the question always comes down to, is it worth the risk? Because this fucking coronavirus shit ain't, you know, ain't something to mess with.
2: It's not, you know. But there's so many, there's reasons why people are going to go out, you know. For a lot of people, they haven't been out much since February, since March. They're sick of being at home. There's exhaustion. There's... There's, you know, virus fatigue. It's all that they've lived with for the last six months. And on top of that, you know, you've got the mindset of some people who say, well, you know what? Now we got to live with it because, you know, and again, I speak from the U.S. perspective. Uh, You know, the old phrase, an ounce of prevention prevents a pound of cure. We really didn't do a good job taking the ounce of prevention. So now we're in the middle of the pound of cure. And people are going in with the mindset that that's the way it's going to be. You know, this is how life is going to be for until we get uh, a vaccine. So, you know what, if I'm already spending, if I'm already on a bus, if I'm already at a grocery store, if I'm already at a restaurant, you know, even though the chairs are farther apart, if I'm already doing those things, why not play some games? Why not, you know, go to a local? That's that. That's the mindset of some people, and you know, it's. Yeah. I understand the frustration. I, I do.
1: You know, uh, I, man, it's hard for me to sympathize with that point of view, right? Granted, I'm on my own, right? I don't have kids, I don't have a family or whatever. So, in my in my selfish uh perspective i it's very hard for me to sympathize with that simply because i don't think it's so hard to look at the bigger picture of hey if you go outside you're risking death not only for yourself but those around you right uh but you know again like we can try to we're trying to do everything we can and you know a couple people are just going to ruin it for everybody uh and that's what makes this whole thing so bizarre because like i know one of my personal pet peeves and it's like again going a little deeper into my psyche here uh one of the big reasons why i didn't go to the military or do anything in as a team sport or anything like that is because i hate having to suffer consequences for other people's fuck-ups right and that's exactly what we're all dealing with right now (laughs) so so it's like it's hard for me to sympathize with with that and I mean to an extent I get it I get be having cabin fever and all this other stuff but we're all adults so why not you know just buckle the fuck up and do it so we can get out of it sooner because <laughs> right now everybody going out and doing other stuff is just gonna make this last longer right and I, I mean I could be completely wrong but that's the way I'm viewing stuff and I feel like I'm researched enough to think that that's correct uh, that my viewpoint is correct. So, I, and the fact that people are treating this as an opinion, I think, is wrong.
0: So, that's all I'll say about that. John,
2: you look like you were about to say something.
0: Oh, no. I I left my soapbox <laughs> in the other room, so I'm good.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, and that's the other thing. It's like, I, we're all like-minded, so I'm sure, you know, Mo, uh, John, you and Steve agree with me. And if you don't, then please, let's have a discussion about it so I can prove to you that you are wrong. Uh, and I'm sure most of the people here watching in the chat also agree. So it's really pointless for me to say it, but you know.
2: And you know, we're all adults. We don't have kids. I don't believe, John. You don't have a kid, do you? Not that I know of, but probably
0: <laughs>
2: chasing cats. We're not gonna. We're not gonna touch that. But you know, it's it's. We have that perspective we can sit, we can sit here and say, you know what, we should stay home. Everybody should stay home. And I agree with that. One of my best friends has a six year old on the autism spectrum and to, you know, they don't have school. They didn't have school to take them to, uh, for a while. They're probably not going to have school to take them to in the fall. Um, if we're being realistic. It's tough for to say, well, just stay home with your kid for the next six months. That's, that's a lot to put on people. She just has one kid. You know, you've got some that have three, four kids that all of a sudden they've gone from regular parenting to parent slash full-time teacher slash nurse slash everything slash and also I, I got to set up my little corner of the room to be my office if you know so many people are just have not been prepared for for this and
1: well nobody was right
2: <laughs> no one was prepared and I feel like I, I feel like overall we've done a poor job of explaining why masks are important we've we've done a poor job of explaining you know we, we've i'm talking at the state level and the federal level um you know we say what we need to do we say it's important but we haven't figured we haven't done a good job of telling people why you need to do this why specifically you you know wearing a mask that only goes up to here doesn't work you know it Mm -hmm. there are just so many things that i just want to scream about and I try not to because I want to keep myself calm, but it's just so many things across the board that I just want to yell at people at for a very long period of time.
1: Well, here's the thing, too. When the purpose of a mask or this, like, what happens with this virus turns into a political opinion, you know we're fucked. It did. Yeah. And, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're fucked. <laughs> uh, when you have a group who are proud to call themselves anti-vaxxers, you know this mask shit ain't going to change anything of what they think. So it, you can tell them what's going to happen. People aren't going to change their minds because it's a fucking opinion. They're tr- it's, I'm not saying it's a fucking opinion. I'm saying it's being treated as an opinion when it shouldn't be. Right, and it doesn't matter if we're presenting facts. It doesn't matter, whatever the reason behind these people, like behind people's heads who are anti-vaxxers and now anti-maskers or whatever the fuck they're calling themselves. It it doesn't fucking matter. We're all fucked anyway, right? Because these people are ruining it for all of us. So, but anyway, and here's
2: the here's the thing. I I I completely understand people who say, you know, it's an overreach to to require masks. I'm fine with people having that debate. I just feel like it should be a debate, a theoretical debate only because they should be wearing the mask anyway because that's the smart thing to do. If, if, if we want to have the, those conversations about what is what the government should do, what the government should be able to do, that's fine. But there is a very clear answer as to what's the smart thing to do. And we should all be doing the smart thing. No, no, well, even ahead, if you don't ahead. believe it, like even like I'm trying to picture someone that, that,
0: that like, I'm trying to get myself in the shoes or in a certain frame of mind where I would think amidst what's going on right now that I, I shouldn't wear a mask. Because even if I don't think that the virus is a threat, uh, I'm like dance the dance so the rest of the society doesn't hate you. You know, like that's not a hill to die on. And I don't see an angle where it is outside of I just really don't want people to tell me what to do. Like with where things are right now, why not just wear a stupid mask? Like it's, it's not hard. It's a very easy thing. So I, I truly don't understand why there are people that, that fight that so hard. Um, but I, I wanted to ask, maybe you guys know, have we had any cases where, where someone that has had it has gotten, gotten it again or, or any yeah, that kind of
1: that? multiple.
0: Okay. well, that's scary. Yep.
1: And, you know, somebody said in the chat, Axiomish said in the chat, uh, just uh, if wearing masks slows down the the spread of the virus and more people are wearing masks than ever before, why is it continuing to accelerate? Because the people that are wearing it aren't going out and the people that aren't wearing it are getting it. And it's a very big population of people that aren't getting it. And it's again, some of it is on the people who choose not to believe facts. But the majority of the blame goes to the government. It's people trying to reopen the shit too early for g- either greedy reasons or ignorant reasons. Uh, like fucking Texas reopened too early. Now we're on the brink oh. of you know everything shutting down again. Florida, same fucking thing. Even though the governor the is saying they're also... not going to shut down everything, it's 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 all a matter of like a political opinion instead of facts, and that's what's happening. But the it's
0: also made like the call to 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 put the whole coronavirus thing on hold for a couple of weeks and go outside like arm in arm, like across the nation. Like, so, I mean, you're not wrong. Everything that you're saying there is right, but let's not say that it's only just that. Like the whole country was for a while was like, fuck it. It's not a thing. And herd mentality or er, 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 herd uh, immunity, I guess is what we're doing. Here we go. Well, and, and, are you and, talking you know, about, I, I, I'm I'm fighting. Fighting. hold on. Are you talking I, about I, the, I
1: take... hold I, Let me ask John one question just for clarification. And then I'm going to let you go, Steve. I'm so sorry. John, are you talking about the BLM protests? Or are you talking about protein. something else? Okay. Everyone
0: going out and being together.
1: I'm going to respond to that, but Steve, go ahead.
2: I was going to say, uh, yes, I, I did not participate because I have, I, I'm potentially high risk, so if if something were to happen, yeah, it would be a bad result for me. Yes, the pro, you know, staying home was important to avoid the spread of coronavirus. From my point of view. Not having police officers run into my house and shoot me while I'm sleeping because they went to the wrong address is more important. And apparently, I'm in a spot where I have to say, "Please don't do that." We would like it if you didn't do that as much. You know, the other thing is with that is the numbers we're seeing are showing that the spike is from those protests isn't nearly as high as a lot of people are expecting it to be maybe because it's a bunch of people who are younger that were participating and they were more likely to wear masks or maybe because the majority of protests were outdoors and the virus spreads better indoors we're not entirely sure but to compare that to the reopening of disney world i feel is a little facetious yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I'm, I'm saying just, it's coming from, from a lot of different angles. And, but one thing though, when that was happening, I think even people that weren't directly participating in it, a lot of people saw that and said, Oh, okay. Well, I, I guess it's okay. You know, just out of ignorance. Yeah. It's like, I guess that that's the thing because it's not being highlighted like it was. And a lot of people are going to need that kind of direction for them to follow. Like they're just, that became the beacon. So like, I'm following that right now. And And that means it's okay to go out because obviously people are doing it. So not only would it happen there, but I think it would happen in a lot of other places as onlookers, not to say that it's having as much effect as people just reopening. Like how could it? Of course not, because that's just a standard thing that lasts consistently, you know, instead of these single instances. So yeah, I I just didn't want to not every, every rock.
1: Yeah. And here's the other thing too. I can only speak about Texas because that's what I've been following. Uh, When the protests were happening, there was a spike in coronavirus cases. But we have to remember, there is a two-week incubation period for coronavirus to finally start showing symptoms and everything. And what was two weeks prior to that? Memorial Day. And Memorial Day, Galveston Beach reopened. A bunch of shit reopened. That's basically when everybody just started going outside again. So we started seeing spikes from that coincidentally right when uh, all of these protests started happening. Right, so there was this whole narrative of oh, protests are causing a spike in uh, in coronavirus cases, blah 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 blah, from the people who also say coronavirus uh, coronavirus isn't real. So, yeah, we, we yeah, it, it's hard staying informed in this age where everybody says something, and it's, since it's in the internet, you know, half people, half the people will choose to believe it, the other half cho- will choose not to believe it, and whether it's true or not, you have to All do right. your own fucking research. It's fucking frustrating. Have you met people that don't believe it
0: exists? Yeah. Like I haven't even seen that on Facebook. I mean, I don't I don't doubt yeah. that's old true. high school I old high I'm
1: school people that old people that I went to high school with were posting about that shit. Granted, they're I'm no longer friends with them on Facebook cuz I don't want to see that shit nor do I care about them, so really they could die and I won't. Uh, I
0: mean, I've met a flat earther or two. But I had yeah. not that's Yeah, uh, yeah dude, it's a, a fucking political chat, I opinion. With one, I work with them on a daily basis. Yeah, it's a political well, opinion that's fucking ludicrous. Now,
1: yeah. Anyway, let's move on because we all agree. So, so there's no point in having this conversation. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's good to get that shit off our chest or whatever. But, you know, we're all basically on the same page with all this shit. Uh, let's get back to these cancellations. <laughs> uh, CEO Taku also announced that it's getting uh, canceled this week or this week, this year. Uh, Jabaili moved it to, what was it? Labor Day weekend? No, he moved it to September, uh, I think.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, it's always been in September. Oh, okay. Uh, you so had he in- in a- you had Dreamland in yeah Dreamland March April. You had uh, CEO in June, and then CEO Taku was the late fall event.
1: Okay, so CEO Taku is getting canceled this year and getting pushed back to twenty twenty one. And I think I remember. Jabalee saying something on, along the lines of, if this is still an issue 460 days from now, God help us all. And boy, do I agree. Uh, yeah, so those are the, the big cancel- event cancellations from this, uh, from this past week. Uh, something else, uh, not necessarily a cancellation, but something else that happened. Uh, speaking of Panda Global, we were talking about Panda Global earlier. Speed Kicks from Panda Global has decided to say he is retired. And I say he decided to say he's retired because I have a theory with a friend of mine uh, that if anybody announces they're retiring, they'll be back. So we'll see what happens.
2: That's the, that's the FGC uh, retirement theorem that I came up with a, a long time ago.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah, so you said it as well.
2: Yes, which states that the, when a person announces their retirement within the FGC, the likelihood of them staying retired is inversely rep- proportional to the amount of tension of attention they give their retirement announcement if someone just stops going to the local that's like 95% certain they're gone if you're someone who like posts a 15 minute thank you video on youtube and tweets about it <laughs> for you know yeah you, you put it on your your local Facebook page uh, you'll be back next month, guaranteed
1: yeah but I have the tweet here and he says uh, alongside the announcement that he was leaving uh, panda Global, he says uh, Speed says a couple of things. first, I finally get to say that I'm retired exclamation point, but unfortunately, stepping away from comp tech and competition competitive tech and and content creation means stepping away from PG two. It was a great time working with these awesome dudes, and I'm excited to see what they do in the future as a fan. So I know SpeedKicks has not been having a good time with Tekken 7. He's been getting very frustrated with everything. So I think stepping away from something that is causing a lot of frustration and a lot of mental anguish is a good choice. So Godspeed to SpeedKicks. We'll see him when he comes out of retirement in a couple years. And yeah. And Panda Global also announced a couple other players they're dropping. Let me just pull this up so I can say it uh zero fine and super boom fan. Were the other two people that were they they were saying farewell to.
2: I believe Space Cat uh left the team as well this week.
1: Oh, I did not see that one. But either way, uh some team movement also happening. And you know, it's I'm not going to lie, I was expecting a lot more people leaving teams with this whole Thing since we don't no longer have any offline tournaments or anything, but I've seen a lot less than I thought I would see, which is a good thing, I believe.
2: I think part of that has to do with you know, without events, you're not spending a lot of money on sending them out to events. You're not spending a lot of money on uh, on a lot of other things. So costs are pretty are relatively low right now um, mm. compared to a regular tournament season.
1: Also unrelated, but still important since we were having this discussion. Uh, This is from the Associated Press from two hours ago. Uh, Breaking news, the first vaccine tested in the U.S. for coronavirus boosted volunteers' immune system, as hoped. Researchers report. Final study starts this month.
2: It's still going to be, even if everything goes well, it's still going to take a while for for it to get approved, and then even once it's approved and available, it's going to take a long time to get 300 million people in this country vaccinated.
1: And then only a subsect of the population is going to be able to afford a vaccine that's going to cost $10,000 per shot because our health system sucks. Anyway, just wanted to point that out that I saw that on Twitter.
2: So this is great news. But it, it, we're still a long way to go before we approach anything about uh, anything close to normal in terms yep. of being able to go to events.
1: Yep. Okay. Let's move on. So we talked about all the cancellations and stuff. Let's talk about happy shit, right? So with the sad news that we received yesterday or yesterday, last week, it feels like yesterday, or does it feel, I don't know, whatever. My t- time doesn't exist. Uh, with the sad news of EVO getting canceled, some happy news have come out of it a couple of the games that were slated to have open bracket tournaments are holding their own community tournaments. We don't have a lot of information on those right now, but what we do know is that, first, Killer Instinct. Uh, Rotendo, uh, also known as USMC Rotendo, uh, was the person who was going to be the main TO for the Killer Instinct tournament for EVO. He announced KI United, uh, which is on August fifteenth, 2020, is open to everyone. Prizes and details will be coming soon. And he also uh, showed a Discord where people are having a grand old time discussing stuff there. So we're getting a KI tournament from the KI community by the KI community. And it's everybody's going to do it. It's going to be great. Uh, the other game that I saw is Dems Fightin' Herds. Uh, Main 6 came out with a forum post. Here it is. On Thursday, we made a statement announcing our decision to pull Them's Fighting Herds out of EVO 2020 in response to serious allegations of blah, 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 blah. Since then, they announced that the removal of uh, whatever. As uh, Them's Fighting Herds was built as part of the community, that's why we're hosting an event of our own. We're going to make it the largest online TFH, Them's Fighting Herds, uh, tournament to date. And to help us pull it off, we've assembled a team of top community organizers who are already laying the groundwork for it. Another announcement is coming with more info, including when this event will be, how to sign up, which regions will be able to sign up, and, you know, what the event will be called. Please take care of yourselves. We'll share more soon. Love, main six. So, all of these community events are now getting a lot more traction than they would otherwise, I believe. And I can't wait. to Like, I was super excited to see them fighting herds because while the subject matter, I can't get past for me to play it. I'm curious to see what the game looks like in the hands of people who know what they're doing. So, I'm looking forward to seeing this. Looking forward to Ki United because high level Killer Instinct is never bad. It's always good. And uh, yeah, I I tried to look for, I tried to look for some Mortal Kombat stuff and for, Skullgirls, but I did not find anything when I was looking. Uh, that might have changed. And thank you, Efren, for the big 25 months. Big thanks. And also, I don't know if we ever think, Puzera, Zera, I'm sorry we missed you. Thank you for the 33 months. Puzera has been subscribed longer than Efren has been subscribed and he was the host of this show.
2: Anyway. Um, so, um, uh, talking about online tournaments, uh, Animevo opened up their registration for their slate of 27 games. Uh, they did so on Friday. Uh, they announced that uh, I'll throw the link in the chat once I have it. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's if you wanted to participate in that, those games will start taking place in August. Uh, they also said in regards to the Animevo name, uh, they said, quote, uh, we want to address that we will continue to use the Animevo moniker for this year's tournament since it's way too late to change our name slash graphics before hosting our journeys. We will begin planning our rebranding process after we conclude all tournaments for this year. "End quote."
1: Cool. Uh, so. That's great. You know what else is great? That means scene, three months. But big thanks. Wow, everybody showing the love today. Thank you so much, everybody. Super appreciate thank your you. support. We're gonna. We're trying to get this show looking better and doing great things. So, uh, your support super duper appreciated. And thank you. Oh wow, that means wow. scene with the big old five. Uh, community gift subs big thanks
0: 25 others in chat <laughs> that means seeing 25, emotes. 25
1: emotes shared john will you please read <laughs>
0: uh that yeah. means seeing gift shared rewards oh, okay
1: yeah the, so 25 people That's get some emotes says. uh big thank you uh that means seen again i was literally you know what i would said before you did that just copy and paste that into right now uh super appreciate the support Okay, do we want to? Uh, so Animevo, they how how many games are they running? Did you say twenty seven? Twenty seven. Okay, so that's gonna go on for a while. I'm assuming.
2: Yeah, and I'm I'm going to, uh, let me get the full list. It starts uh on August seventh with Gauro, Breaker's Revenge, and Umineko. Uh, then you've also got that same weekend, uh, Fexel, and Jojo's. Let me see if I've got the full list here. Damn, it's Fexel was such a, a good while.
1: game. I need to get back into Fexel.
2: Fexel, Mahjong Soul, Dengeki Bunko. That's
1: right. That's right. I told uh I told the uh, <laughs> DJ Cream I was gonna beat him up in Mahjong, so I still need to go learn that game. I'm yeah, probably that's get all. That's all that the first. Weekend. Okay, and when is the first weekend? Did you say? Uh,
2: the first weekend, August seventh and eighth. August eighth and ninth. Excuse
1: me. August eighth and ninth. Man, August is going to be a hell of a time for online tournaments since Evo broke apart, and I cannot wait. It's going to be a good time.
2: And thank you uh, to for TinyText for reminding me. Uh, it, uh, Fexel, is also in the process of testing rollback netcode in their game. So shout outs to Rika for continuing.
1: Hell yeah. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to translate because you cut out again. I think you said shout out to Rika for continuing to support rollback. It's just an internet thing. We're getting there, Steve. We'll, we'll get it fixed I, up.
2: I think uh, it's my end, which yeah. is frustrating because I'm, I'm hardline So,
1: okay, uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. It's okay. Ain't no thing, but a chicken wing. Uh, but yeah, so Fexel is getting rollback. You know, what's another thing I saw on Twitter? Uh, I have this on the doc, uh, we have we have twenty minutes, so I think we can bring this up real quick. Uh, I saw a tweet by Harada, and it said it was in response to a uh, tweet from Rip with uh, from July fifth saying Tekken Seven Evo announcements delayed. Speaking of which, that's a whole other thing I want to bring up in a little bit that I didn't put on the doc. Uh, Tekken 7 Evo announcements delayed and rollback netcode buffs incoming. And then Rip made a video where he shows that even as far back as Tekken Tag 2, there is some rollback in Tekken, right? Which is crazy because, you know, we're always talking about how it's delay-based and it does feel like it's delay-based. I didn't know about it. And this is another one of those things where Harada in the past, along with Michael Murray, have fixed delay input issues and never told anybody and nobody noticed, right? Or nobody talked about it if they noticed it. So this is another one of those things where Harada then replied saying, uh, hey, this video is good at showing stuff in slow motion. As the community has noticed, rollback has been working on Tekken 7 for a long time, but smooth animation of 3D fighting games is easily affected. Animation method is different between 2D and 3D. So are we looking at better netcode for Tekken 2 coming out? And that's another thing that uh, I wanted to bring up. And I'm going to bring this up tangentially with the rollback thing for Tekken. I'm assuming there were going to be a ton of announcements, right? Because, you know, Bandai Nemco had stated that they were going to announce something, and now that Evo's gone, they're looking for ways to announce it, which I don't know why they just don't put it out. Uh, so, now what? <laughs> There's all these, like, uh, unannounced things that were going to happen that are now not being announced. I think
0: people should just start holding streams, because I... I, I it feels like it used to be when the internet wasn't what it was that you would do this kind of a thing at a place like E3 and a lot of the events that spawned because of E3 booming into what it was, you know, when we had the PlayStation experience, which the street fighter crowd has been hanging out at for the last couple of years too. Right. So that's sort of been the way things are done and you'll hold for these bigger uh, presentations, of course, for the fighting game community, Evo would be one of those as well, where you, you release, you know, uh, your biggest content a lot of times, but the stages evolved, you know, and and with social media and live streaming, being what they they are, I think the gloves are really off, and the opportunities are 100% there now for each one of these individual developers to let people know that something is coming, get them excited, give them a hint, give them, you know, however you want to do it, but hype them up. This should all be part of the marketing process, because DLC has become such a big part of these games. You want to... Drop little like hints and, and breadcrumbs and whatnot, and say tune in at this time. Similar to what we do with the combat cast, that's that's a great example. I think that most of these other developers need to jump on that similar train. Get on their own schedule, not necessarily wait for a big show. Those are going away. You know, people aren't doing E3 very much anymore. PlayStation's just kind of doing its own live stream. Nintendo Direct, or Nintendo does its own directs now, and that's that's been a very successful uh, uh, endeavor for them. So. I think that they can do it on a smaller scale and just let people know when and where to tune in and they will, and the hype will be there and the communication will happen and just float around social media like it does now. So I would like to see, uh, we we figure there's a lot of, a lot of big reveals that are now just kind of out there in the ether and they're kind of deciding how they want to go about showing them play with it, do whatever you want with it. You know, this is a special time. You could take maybe if you're not exactly on board or you're kind of, testing the waters. Now's a good time to test the waters. And I think that we'll get a lot of attention on these games. I, you need to do it that way. At least try it, and it'll work.
2: I, I, it's worth pointing out that Bandai Namco is holding an online week of uh, game, of news within their, for their games called uh, Bandai Namco Inver- Entertainment Fun Live. It's going to start on Friday. However, there mm-hmm. is a schedule that's been floating around uh, based on uh, one of the Chinese websites for the event. And according to that website, there is no listing uh, for either Tekken 7 or DBFZ or uh, Soul Calibur 6 on the, on the list. Uh, but they do mention um, the new Mobile Suit Gundam game. So... Sick. Um, you know, that's, actually, that's another thing...
1: Two is Okubo, the director for Calibur 6 also said that he has shit to announce, but he's asking people to hold on. So if they do it there, and granted, everybody is now showing me the links. Thank you, everybody. And it's on Event Hub. So, John, you should have told me it was there. Uh, Speaking of uh, telling people things, uh, I'm sorry. Thank you, streaming on the corner for (laughs) resubscribing. Big thank you, streaming on the corner. 11 months. Man much appreciate the support today you guys you guys are great um yeah. so yeah man there's a lot of shit happening this friday because this friday ghost of tsushima comes out i guess this starts there's other shit happening i'm pretty sure like a bunch of netflix shows are coming out on friday is there anything else <laughs> happening Excuse on friday me. hey google is there anything else happening on friday i didn't hear me all right Man, this Friday is gonna be crazy, and I had no idea about this uh, about the Fun live stuff. So maybe they're gonna have some stuff there. Maybe they won't. Who knows? Everything... Well, that one
2: is. Yeah, that one's more. It appears more aimed toward the Asian audience. Mm-hmm. There is an event uh, coming up on the twenty second uh, for that's being run by Bandai Namco US. What's uh, the event? It's. I believe Bandai Namco... Let me pull up then. Sorry. Here, uh, keep talking. Okay. I'll, I'll try and find it.
1: Uh, while Steve's looking for that, something else there that is. was...
2: There is. <laughs> um, Play Anime Live.
1: Play Anime Live. Oh, okay. Well, it's Play Anime, yeah, right? That... So, so uh, are they just going to talk about Dragon Ball Z and um, all their other anime IPs? Like... Naruto Possibly. and one.
2: Jump Force. One Chip. One Piece. Uh, But that is actually going to be on the 22nd, so next Wednesday.
1: Okay. So. Well, safe to say that we're hoping to hear something between those two events somewhere. Um, if not, then we'll just have to hold out for more. Uh, what's his name? Fakun Ram is still really fun to play. Another very small piece of news that. I'm sure in the in the great grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter much, but still something worth noting anyway, is that Sony bought a minority stake at Epic for $250 million. What does that mean? Who knows? $250 million is nothing for a multi-billion dollar company. So it's a very minority. Uh, and I'll, a lot of people were speculating, oh, it's going to be exclusive, everything, blah, 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 blah. Probably not. Uh, but still cool to see big or uh cool to see hardware companies investing on the people who are making software for their hardware especially since you know we saw the Unreal Engine 5 reveal that works uh on the PlayStation 5 and all the crazy shit that that's been doing
2: not only is it just a minority stake uh but if you'll remember Microsoft bought Mojang the company that creates and owns Minecraft mm-hmm. and you're still seeing my- Minecraft on PS4s yeah. and probably on PS5 uh because everybody's got to have Minecraft for some reason. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's it's dumb to not sell people Minecraft, right? Cuz you're just shooting yourself in the foot at that point because it's such a popular game. But it's not quite popular enough to get people to buy their console, I don't think, right? Like I wouldn't like I have Minecraft on computer and I played it for a little while, it was fun. But like I wouldn't buy an Xbox for Minecraft. Much like how I didn't you buy it. But th- much like how I didn't buy an Xbox for Killer Instinct and I'm very happy that came to PC. Right?
2: I can tell you uh my niece has uh you know my brother's uh got a uh, Xbox 1 and the last one of the last times I was over there she was playing nothing but uh the Minecraft game for n- not not like actual Minecraft but one of those uh Minecraft uh adventure games where it's like I don't know
1: Minecraft Dungeon, Steve, yeah. get get with it.
2: No, it's like Minecraft it's like almost choose your own adventure.
1: Oh, I don't know. Oh, it <laughs> no- sounds like
2: Yeah.
1: it sounds like the the telltale it's game like the, they made. The
2: telltale, yes, yeah, yeah. The telltale game. So Ooh, we were right about it. <laughs> there are people out there. We'll get yeah. we got there eventually.
1: Yeah. Alright. Uh we have ten minutes, so I wanted to share this and this is the surprise. It's not really a surprise, I probably overhyped it. But either way, I wanted us to watch this together because I think we all need a little bit of happiness in our lives. So let's enjoy this.
0: (laughs) 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 Hawaiian shirt man is the best. The
1: U-Win, too, is so good.
0: He needs to be a representative for the FGC. Like, he needs to be one of our big streamers. And I'm excited that he's going strong, man. Just, uh, that's actually a story going up tomorrow morning in Event Hubs. as the oh. just a little early morning starter. Just, like, check this out from Hawaiian Shirt Man. Yeah,
1: so for those of you that don't know, that is uh, someone that goes by the name of Hawaiian Shirt Man. Please go follow him on Twitch. He has this amazing energy. We've talked about him on the show. He's visited us before. But anyway, I asked him if I could play that clip on our show, and he said yes. And I also asked him... Uh, just to, just to get like a little bit of insight into like how he has that much energy. Uh, I asked him like, what's the, what's the source of your amazing energy? Is it the game? Is it the FGC? Is it something completely unrelated? And he said, I don't have a source of energy. I just do things. I love feeling good and listening to good music. That's it. Party on bro. And he wrote in all caps and he wrote in all caps with like a billion exclamation point. I fucking love that guy. I don't even know him and I love him. And I don't use that word lightly, but anyway, fucking Hawaiian shirt man, please go watch him. He's been like, he's been, without a doubt, like he's been putting a smile on my face every time I watch his stream. Man, it's fucking amazing. So everybody, go check him out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I met him at Capcom Cup. He was there. We got to play. He was. It was, and he didn't say anything, but he was just just sitting there with just the
2: energy just coming out of him. Man, he, he's he's a cool guy. Didn't he get like? Either top sixteen or real close to top sixteen at the LCQ. I remember him I don't going know how pretty he did.
0: deep. He's got oh, such a, a. I don't know how much of how much of it is like, like him like being his character, you know. Uh, but like when he plays in the game, for those that haven't watched, he one hundred percent knows what he's doing. You know, uh, he plays a very mean Zeku and uh, in a very specific style in the way that he approaches the game. But at any point, if he is in neutral, (laughs) instead of, I mean, it's not to say he doesn't play footsies, but if there's any downtime, and I mean like 15 frames of downtime, he's just spamming uh, stance change. So his Zeku is just, he's never not moving. And it's wildly entertaining to, uh, fight, to watch but to fight against, you're constantly feeling like I have an opportunity that you don't actually have. Sometimes he'll get a little over overzealous and do it too much and get punished, but most of the time he knows what he's, he's just setting up. And people jump in on him all the time or it makes you want to go in. Uh, he plays some pretty cool mind games. So very, very interesting. Uh, great character. Uh, very entertaining stream. Very highly recommend. Go check him out.
2: Also, he did... Uh... I, I overestimated his performance a little bit. Uh, he finished just outside top 64 at LCQ. And but still in
1: 3-2. It's fucking LCQ making top 64, the next, yeah.
0: The next day, uh, the, the people were like, yo, you haven't heard about Hawaiian Shirt Man? And he, even, even that, that made something of a splash so that people were discussing it um, at the venue. Yeah. Uh,
1: so everybody, please go check out Hawaiian Shirt Man. Uh, he is the bright... He's like this bright spot in the FGC that needs to shine brighter. So please go say hi and tell him we sent you. Um, Blasting. Yeah, and uh, he, he also recently had surgery too. So let's keep his let's hope that we can keep his spirits up so that he can then keep our spirits up. And we're all just keeping each other's spirits up. We're all bringing ourselves up. So we're all having a great fun time.
2: But then wouldn't our spirits be like too big to fail eventually?
1: I don't get the reference. I'm sorry.
2: You know, what? it's probably it's for
0: the a best. Lot of it wasn't around in, in, in that was before his time.
2: Uh, it's probably for the best. Yeah, I don't wasn't worry born. about it. Yeah, just, I, did. I, I
0: wasn't, I wasn't born Aren't
2: until the same age. <laughs> well, John said, 40, <laughs> John said I wasn't around in 08.
1: John said I wasn't around in 08. So I just wanted to say I didn't wasn't born until
0: 2009. Uh, it makes the beard all the more impressive
1: yeah let me tell 11
0: you 11 year old Elon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> alright okay well I think we've reached uh, the end of our topics yeah. and I'm happy we got to end with Hawaiian Shirt Man as soon as I saw that clip on Twitter I knew I wanted to play it on the show so I hope you all uh, enjoyed it as much as I did I'm still I kind of want to watch can we watch it again we have we Do have some one more time, time. alright let's watch, it one, time. Time.
0: All right, let's watch it one more time party bros so good. Yeah. I have... The party never ends.
1: I want to know what this song is so I can
2: cool. listen to it. She's I'll figure it, it out 80. eventually. I, the song is just I what have... happened to me
1: playing at the time. Dude, it is the perfect I... clip. Well, so Go ahead, Steve. I'm sorry.
2: I have not the words.
1: Really, <laughs> Ultra David. The words. Ultra David like summed it up. I think really well. It's like I love that he. He Ultra <laughs> David says I love that he has a separate green screen on a different part of the wall that he can dance in front of.
2: Like, it was. It wasn't man. even like. See, see, I really wanted to have like. The the way my new room is set up, it it doesn't make this possible, but I wanted to have, like, uh, a wall I could hang, like, a green cloth from so I could start doing weatherman shit on here. Mm -hmm. You know, we get into standings, I could be like, okay, here's your top ten right here. Here's the cutoff line. If you're below this cutoff line, you're in trouble.
1: If you're below
2: here, you're... Well, we've got some technology coming. Hopefully I've I've got a graphics card here tomorrow that will mean I can do some things. So we'll see. Yeah.
1: And I'm also uh, just completely unrelated I'm planning on getting a green screen kit too, so we're all going to be in green screens. We're all going to be in the same place via the green screens
2: did, in the near future. Did Blue find the song?
0: Yeah. Did he really? A lot of I talking think... you're my heart, my soul. It's Hell got yeah, Blue. 150 million views. <laughs>
1: Hell yeah, Blue. Modern Talking. I've never heard of them. I'm going to listen to them for the next month now. Hell yeah. Thank you, Blue. Uh, the researcher. Man, that was quick. He probably zammed the shit out of that. Alright, well, anyway. Anything else we want to say before we, uh... Before we send everybody over to Ultra Chen?
2: I got nothing. No? Okay. Thank you for coming along the journey with us, uh... We really appreciate you, and uh, hope you oh, continue ult- to ride with us. Ultra
1: Chen's not ready, so let's vamp for a little bit.
2: Okay, let's let's vamp. Oh, uh, uh, we did have a question of the day. Oh, shit,
1: yeah. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I have it set up, actually, too. Here, let me... So, I haven't found a good place for this yet, but... Oh, shit, I didn't add the, the one I thought I had on here. Here we go. Okay, um... Okay, here we are. Uh, I haven't found a good place for this yet on this new overlay, so I just put it right in the middle. So it looks a little bit shitty now, but we'll get it better later. Here's our question of the day.
2: Uh, Once they return, in what ways do you think offline events will be different? And in what ways do you want them to be different? Uh, That kind of ties into the uh, discussions we were having earlier about how uh, it it may be a while before we start seeing events so we asked you know how are they going to change what do we want to see okay
1: here is our first answer
2: and we start by, with uh, Hikusai who said no more handshakes elbow bumps instead that was great for that one week of the Bundesliga where they were all serious about uh, social distancing and then they're like yeah forget it we're all playing anyway <laughs> <laughs> Here's the next one <laughs> Coach Ruin says I think people should wear masks in general COVID or not You know, it, In some places that's just part of What you do If you feel like you're sick or you might be sick You put on a mask And you just do it So,
1: Man, Maybe Blue, that
2: will be the takeaway
1: Blue brings up a great point The return of the thumbs up
2: <laughs> Oh my god The
1: return of the thumbs up
2: I <laughs> thought that was dead I thought we killed <laughs> and buried that thing. I want now it I'm back. have to look up. Now I'm gonna have Why to look up the two back? minute.
1: Well, you can't. You can't shake hands. Might as well just give somebody a thumbs up. You know. I want it back.
0: I think everyone's gonna do the bow thing.
1: I, I'm gonna thumbs up everybody. You know what? I don't care what happens. Even if we can shake hands, it's I'm gonna right start on your thumbs parade up. parade along. <laughs> yeah, John is just ruining my dream. Anyway. Uh-uh. Uh, <laughs> but well, I, what I'm going to do is even if we can shake hands, I'm just going to give people a thumbs up. Anyway, here's our next, uh, and, d-
2: and don't do it until like after they extend the hand and just <laughs> like, you know, they do this and you go, on. <laughs> <laughs> here's our next, uh, answer. Entry. Uh, Saximus five aximus says, uh, mask cool. And I'm going to keep wearing them. Cool. Uh, about a bang. Uh, Yofachu says, more hand sanitizer. Perfect. Uh, Roar the Dinosaur says, I want people to be goddamn thankful for what we have. I don't mean that you shouldn't criticize TOs and events, but man, have a little respect for uh, when you do. Give creative or constructive criticism, never toxic. Because this scene is sad without offline events, and that's really showing.
1: He's right. Also, I think we should give creative criticism, too.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Subway Wang says, probably a strict enforced rule for parent-guardian uh, for kids under 18 participating. Also possibly having an assigned staff member to watch out for possible suspicious or harassment behavior from anyone at the event. We actually talked about that uh, last week as a possibility.
1: All mm-hmm. All right.
2: Uh, Richard Wen says, I, "I really hope we start getting rid of the silly boys club mentality. It's unhealthy and unwelcoming. I'll it'll take the majority, however, to be the change and spread the new mindset."
1: All right, and we had one more, but I don't want to put it up. So I'm kidding; okay. I'll put it up.
2: Uh, Efren says, "We can all agree that Street Fighter IV Ultra should come back. What's the name of that game, Efren?" Street Fighter 4 Ultra Really? <laughs> bring it back.
1: Oh man. Uh, I also like uh, pa- uh, I also I want to bring attention to Paco Stevens in the chat. USB uh, USB hub rental fees at events to plug a second ghetto converter into sticks into PS5s. I,
2: I the one change I think we're going to see outside of this is I think we're going to see the end of the Loner Stick. Yeah, that is um, true. Damn, that is true. Yeah. It's all, you know, it's one of those little things that you don't really think of until you have to think about it.
1: All right. Well, hold on. So Trevzer said he missed the surprised uh the surprise. So what we're going to do is we're going to let the surprise sign us off. We I don't want to ruin it for Trepzer. Uh but this has been best of 5. This is I've been Elon, you there it is. Uh, this has been Steve Main Squeeze, Ace King, Offsuit jerk. There we go. Got it. <laughs> and underneath here has been uh, John Velociraptor Guerrero, no longer chasing cats. Uh, big thank you to everybody joining us. Big thank you for the support today. Uh, s- seriously, we're going to get the show bigger and better every week, so super appreciate you guys coming back every week and enjoying uh, what we can enjoy together. So to play us out, what does that mean? We'll do it live. Anyway, here's a white shirt, man.
2: Good night, Canada. Love miss by.
0: I want
1: to be Hawaiian shirt man, man. Oh, wow. Well, I fucked that up, didn't I? All right, hold on. Well, well, oh. There we go. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>